On Spotlight today on KRWC, we're going to talk about the Wright County Horticultural Society and specifically their annual plant sale, which is coming up a week from Saturday at Sturgis Park in Buffalo. It always kind of goes along, uh, well, you know, in and around the Mother's Day uh, time frame. In this particular case, it's uh, the week after, but um, nice to have the sale going. We're going to talk today to Glenn Mayer and Stephanie Luckin. Both are with the Wright County Horticultural Society, and they join us this morning. And folks, good morning to you. Nice to have you here today. Good morning. Morning, Tim. You sound loud and clear, so we appreciate that. Maybe we'll uh, introduce you individually a little bit first. Glenn, I understand that uh, you're a past president of the Horticultural Society. Tell us a little bit about your activity with the group and and where you're located at. Sure. I live um, just north of Rockford, between Rockford and Buffalo. I got the the society was started in 1968 by a group of gardeners. A uh, number of people were pretty well connected, I think, with uh, lots of different kinds of um, different activities. They were gardeners themselves, and then also knew lots of people, people who were doing hybridizing of new plants and so forth. They started in 1978, which I realize is the year that my twins were born. So. <laughs> I don't think I joined that year, but it was shortly thereafter um, that I was started and started with the society, and then um, was the president, <clears throat> excuse me, for a few years, and then acted as a program director where I um, organized called called speakers to come in and present programs to the group. Very good, Stephanie. How about you? Well, I wasn't uh, in that long. But I'm actually, I live in Meeker County, right on the county line there. But I, <laughs> yeah, I jumped the border there. <laughs> but uh, um, I've, I've been with the club for a couple of years, and I joined just because I needed a break from working in the day-to-day doldrums and um, just gives you the opportunity to hang out with people that enjoy gardening and great opportunities to learn and tour other people's gardens. And I just enjoy the a break from the day-to-day life. Sure. So you're over uh, in the Dassel area or just um, uh, to yeah, the... the county line. Yeah, west of Cocado there a little bit. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Um, and how many members uh, currently are a rough guess as far as the Horticultural Society? Right, at last count we have about 30 members. We have uh, individuals, like I'm a member but my wife is not, but we also have couples um, so we have kind of a nice mixture. Um, we have a, a wide variety of people as far as their gardening experiences are concerned. We have people who live in apartment buildings and then people who live on old farmsteads and, and do you know, lots of gardening. Some of us have very large gardens, uh, both perennials um, and, uh, and vegetable gardens. And then other people just have are gardening in pots and things, so a wide variety of things like that. Yeah, so you've got uh, the whole gamut there of, uh, and maybe, you know, uh, some of your members might be kind of transitional from one stage to another, you know. I mean, if if you've got the property available to you, uh, maybe you've got larger gardens, but sometimes people need to downsize, and so uh, while the spirit is still there, you have to kind of, Pick and choose what you grow after that. Yeah, absolutely. That's exactly right. We always think about having a garden that we can maintain. 
one of my recommendations to new gardeners is not to get too big too fast. You know, start small. What's important to you? Um, if you just if you're interested in tomatoes, then try a few tomatoes, and and not to get too carried away so that you're overwhelmed with the labor. We really want it to be fun, and it should be a almost therapeutic kind of um, activity. I think one of the reasons that this group of people got together in 1978 were some of the things that Stephanie and I just talked about with, um, you know, an interest in gardening, but wanting to share and get other, get information. And I think that was um, one of the main goals of the group was to, you know, be able to get together, invite other people in, share ideas with themselves, between themselves, and then also, um, uh, have other people come in, experts in the field or people with lots of experience to, you know, pass on information. Uh, we have lots of variety as far as the topics are concerned with our programs. Um, we have bird watch uh, programs on birds and mushrooms and then, you know, typical things like pruning and different types of plants and things. So a wide variety of interests. I think I want to say, too, that the group is, to let people know that the group is really open to everyone. It's open to the public. Um, anyone can attend any of our meetings. Um, and then, and also they could, are welcome to join the, the group also. Let's and have like you. Glenn was saying it. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go right ahead, Stephanie. I was just going to say, uh, maybe uh, both of you can kind of tell us a little bit about what uh, your current gardens are looking like these days. <laughs> Not much to talk about right now, but some of the ephemerals are coming along, like Jack in the Pulpit, and the trilliums are coming up, and uh, you can almost tell what they are with their flower buds hanging there. Uh, the blood roots are, are done for the season, I believe, but you still have the green foliage there, and that's always nice to look at. So um, things, are, things are starting to come up out of the ground. In my yard, I've enjoyed uh, the forsythia, the big, uh, the bushes with the yellow flowers. Mine, I think with the cool temperatures, the flowers really hung around a long time this year. Usually when we think of, of flowering shrubs, we're thinking of a week to 10 days, maybe of bloom time, like with flowering crab apples and so forth. But the forsythia was in bloom for a long number of weeks okay. this year. My magnolia is just kind of finishing up um, its bloom. And my red bud is just getting started. So there's a number of things to be looking at out in the garden, plus, of course, the tulips and daffodils yeah. and things like that that are starting to pop up. Yep. How about uh, um, talking just a, a little bit before we get to the plant sale here, tell us a little bit <laughs> about the uh, camaraderie that you uh, that you have with uh, with other members. Now, you know, as you said, it's... Uh, kind of, you know, on your own as far as what you want to attend or not attend. You're not, you know, required to take in any particular thing. If something interests you, great. If not, uh, you know, wait till the next one. But um, there's kind of a spirit among all of the uh, people that like to grow. Absolutely. Um, people come and, they, like, um, like you were saying, they come in and if there's a good speaker, they come and they enjoy it. Um, but it, it's good to be involved in uh, an organization. If, if you like what's happening there, you have to partake in it to keep it going. But there's there's really no physical activity. Um, there are some gardens that we do ma do a little bit of maintenance on, but um, people volunteer to do that. It's not um, 
not an organization where you have to volunteer 50 hours a year or anything like that. There's, there's nothing like that, no paperwork required or anything. But it's people like to come. Like the reasons I come is because I, I love garden tours and I like to learn about things. I'm like you were saying earlier where um, they have speakers come in that talk about um, certain organizations, uh, the Daylily, Daylily Society and all sorts of people come in and and inform us about things. But you don't have to have a garden. You don't you don't have to have even flower pots if you just enjoy birds and flowers and nature. Nature. You know, it's um it's just a good organization to come into and there's there's nothing where there's right or wrong. It's just whether you like it or not and right. I really enjoy it. It was interesting we had our first meeting <clears throat> last about two weeks ago um, to get ready for the plant sale. And because of COVID, we have not been meeting. So we missed this whole last year. Um, and it was really fun to um, for people to come and get together again. We saw friends we haven't seen for a long time. Some of them have lost um, mates and or people in their family, and we haven't really been able to get together and share that camaraderie. And right. So it was really kind of a nice, um, kind of like a family gathering last uh, yeah. two weeks ago. Yeah, I think a lot of groups uh, are, you know, starting to get together for the first time in a long time, and they probably echo those thoughts that, uh, you know, it's a little bit of a homecoming here all at once. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, let's uh, shift gears into the plant sale. We'll come back and uh, talk about some other topics and uh, and finish up with a plant sale, too. Now, this has been going on for a long time. Yes, it was the original idea was to... um, uh, as a fundraiser for the society in order to pay for the speakers who come in um, and to do some of the different little projects that we've done over the years. Um, we've donating of, of plants sometimes to different group uh, community groups and, and um, we don't have anything really specific in mind every year. It kind of, we deal with things as they come up, but our main process because of the educational piece of it is to, provide speakers, you know, for the different programs. So, and that's our fundraiser. It originally started, um, the Butenoffs, who owned Deer Lake Orchard, uh, south of Buffalo, were members, and they, we used to have the, the uh, plant sale there um, at Deer Lake Orchard when I first started. That's where it was held. And now we've moved it to Sturgis Park in Buffalo, which is very handy for people. So that's worked out really well. Right. The, um, yeah, and who- different people in the group start plants and um, to bring them there, and or dig plants from their gardens and uh, that type of thing in order to sell them. A lot of plant sharing, a lot of um, all different kinds of things. Uh, talk about what people are expected to uh, or can expect to see there. It's everything from uh, flowers to shrubs, all kinds of different things. Right. Uh, we've got um, natives and non-natives, annuals, perennials, ornamental grasses and such, and vegetables and flowers and things for pollinators, uh, shrubs, um, things that some people might call a weed, <laughs> somebody else might be calling a flower, and chances are you can find it there. All right, and people, yeah, people come into the sale. Um, anybody's welcome. You just kind of uh, first come, first served, and and take a look through and and uh, 
generally, you know, very reasonable prices on these, too. Very reasonable, yeah. And it's a lot like going through the grocery store. We've got a little gateway you can walk through, and you just uh, um, collect what you want, and then you come to the checkout and square everything up, and there's somebody there to help load up the plants and... um, you maybe want to bring uh, some boxes or something. We'll have some, but um, it's always best if you bring your own packaging because we don't know exactly how you're going to get things in your car. So We're talking with Glenn Mayer and Stephanie Luckin. Both are members of the Wright County Horticultural Society. Their big plant sale is coming up, and I guess uh, we should mention the dates and time. It's uh, a week from Saturday, so that is the 15th of May. 8.30 a.m. Mm-hmm. to 11 a.m. at Sturgis Park. So there's no entrance fee or anything like that. So you just come in, select plants, uh, stay however long you want. I'll bet you have uh, probably a lot of folks right away, first first blush of the morning there, don't you? Gate crashers. Yes, <laughs> yes. We have to deal with great gate crashers, hmm. Stephanie says. Hmm. Um, 8.30 is our starting time, and we, we, just, we really need time to set up in the morning. Um, so we're getting there early and trying to get all the plants unloaded and put up. So we, we really, um, we don't have an armed guard or anything, but we, do, <laughs> we would like people not to try to um, do pre-sales. So we start exactly at 830 um, with sales. There are usually a number of people there waiting because they're always looking to get, you know, the very best plants right. or the ones that they yeah. want yeah. and have the best chance at that. So, but we usually have plants that, that are, I mean, we still have plants there at, a, at 11 when we're closing. Yeah. There's, so there are plants throughout the day or throughout the morning, so right. that works out fine. There's good parking at Sturgis, if people aren't familiar with that. Um, uh, fairly good, even for handicapped. There are um, uh, bathroom facilities or I think it's outdoor yeah. um, facilities that are available there for people who are coming a long distance or whatever. Mm-hmm. Sure. And are there indoor plants featured, too? Do you have a few of those, or is it mostly outdoor? No, there's uh, what people would call house plants that, um, you know, down south that might be considered an outdoor plant, but up here in Minnesota, they're, they're house plants. Mm-hmm. And um, if if you can think of it, we probably will have it there or something very close to it. Now, do uh, the members of the uh, Horticultural Society, do they go and shop everybody else's plants, too? Or do they, they go around and, well, this looks pretty good to me, too? Oh, yes. Yeah. We sometimes say we are our best customers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Another advantage, too, a reason for people to come would be um, if they have any questions about plants or concerns about some of their plants. I was just thinking... From, just from the people I know, we have hundreds of years of gardening experience yeah. wrapped up in in this group. Yeah. And so what one doesn't know, another one might. Um, and we also have some people who have more formal training um, or have done lots of classes and, and yeah. that type of thing. So if people have some questions, we can either maybe answer them specifically ourselves or, um, oops, I don't know. Are we still there, Tim? Yep. Yep. You're good. Okay. Okay. I was getting a beeping for some reason. Anyway. Um... Hello. Oh. So I'll plant something to do that, no, or okay, good. <laughs> or um, or give you um, 
or, or make a reference to where you could find the information, right. I guess is what I want to say. Yeah. Is there anything that's uh, been unusual in the last year or so? I mean, hopefully the uh, the growing of plants and that kind of thing hasn't changed too much. Everything else has changed in the world, but uh, but that seemed to go on as usual, right? Yes, absolutely. One of the things we can pretty much count on. Yes. I was thinking about this spring with the uh, weather that we've had. In, in Minnesota, we always want to talk about this is an odd spring or whatever, but it seems when we get together and talk about it, it seems like every year is an odd year. Yeah. And so we just deal with, you know, things as they go, paying attention to weather and, and how we're going to grow things. But the plants always seem to come through for us. They do. I think we saw last year um, with uh, a lot of different things that uh, that happen outdoors, whether it be uh, gardening and, in this case, uh, you know, plants and shrubs and things like that. Uh, gardening and other outdoor activities really took a big jump forward last year just because people were so tired of being, you know, pent up inside that they had to have something to do, and that was uh, kind of a natural thing to to either start or get back into. Absolutely. You're exactly right about that. A lot of the nurseries are really, um, we're busy, even though it was, uh, even though the, the COVID, with the COVID restrictions, people were doing pick, pick up um, or takeout, like you do at a restaurant. They would call in and, and um, ask for plants and do you have them and set them out with my name on it and I'll pay you over the phone type of thing. So it really um, continued on. We've had kind of a cool spring this uh, this year. Um, we started out, it looked in April, early April, like it was going to be uh, just getting right into it. We had an Easter Sunday where temps were in the 80s, and then all of a sudden we kind of got back to normal or even a little cooler than normal. Yeah, I think it's been cooler than normal. And like Glenn said earlier, the cooler temperatures and the moist, uh, lots of rainy or not really rainy, but drizzly, they really make the the blossoms last longer. Like he was commenting his forsythia and the tulips and now the lilacs are coming in. When it's cool and damp like it's been, it really promotes longevity in the blossoms <laughs> and it makes it more fragrant too. What kind of advice do you have for those that like to grow vegetables? I suppose that's slowed down here so far this year, too. Yes, I think my biggest piece of advice is um, not to rush the season on that. Um, With these cooler temperatures, especially with um, plants like tomatoes and peppers and things that want, and cucumbers, who want, um, they want warmer temperatures and warmer soil temperatures, the actual temperature of the soil um, along with the temperatures of the of the um, air, so I would recommend that people really, you know, pay attention to that and not get into too much of a rush, because um, these they don't grow very well when the temperatures are so cool. Mm-hmm. Of course, things like radishes and kohlrabi and things like that can cauliflower, cauliflower, all those coal crops. They they don't mind it at all. They're just fine. So. Is there... Depending on what we concentrate on, I already picked rhubarb and had my wife make a rhubarb dessert for us. So somebody... things like that are doing fine. <laughs> I bumped into somebody yesterday that was just saying that uh, they had the first rhubarb dessert of the year. I guess I was out of the loop that that was even uh, up and responding yet, but I guess it is. Yep, looking good. Uh, quickly before we go, I just had out of curiosity, I was wondering if the um, uh, we saw a surge or an interest in 
some of these heirloom or heritage varieties of, of uh, vegetables, particularly tomatoes, but maybe others too. Is there still a lot of interest in that? And what's the curiosity there? I think there. I think that's uh, the way the future is going to be because it's such a nice variety. Some of these varieties were taken out of the cycle because they don't have shelf life and the longevity doesn't last. But if you're growing it in your backyard, who cares? It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. And the flavor is wonderful. The colors of the different tomatoes in your salad are wonderful. Mm -hmm. There's so many things about it that are delicious and appealing to the eye and, you know. Yes. And um, just to add to that, Tim, uh, the president of our group is really into um, growing food. Um, she always tells us it's all about the food. And one of the things she will have at the, at the sale are um, seedlings of heirloom tomatoes that she's been growing. So if people are interested in that, I think there will be some of those there. Excellent. And who is the president these days? The president is Joan Larch. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's actually, she and her husband have kind of taken it on together. She, uh, so it's uh, Jeff and Joan. Okay. So. Well, great. I would imagine that the plant sale, if nothing else, uh, along with the, uh, the sale of the plants and raising some funds for the group, also is a pretty good opportunity to maybe recruit some new folks, too. That's what we're yes. hoping for. Yeah, we would have information there if anyone's interested. Um, we, they can sure talk to us, and um, we have some printed material that's available to them that would, you know, let people know. This year, because we didn't have any meetings last year, this year we are not charging any um, fees. Our regular fee for an individual is $15 for the year. And, um, but this year we're waiving that um, because we didn't really have any expenses last year. So, um, so people could actually join the society. They're always welcome to come to the meetings, but they could also join the society if they would like to. Um, this year, um, and doesn't cost them anything. Kind of a free trial offer, sort of. A free trial offer, I like <laughs> that. Yeah, yeah. It's a good idea. All right. Uh, tell us once again about the uh, the details on the plant sale, when it is, where it is, and how do people participate? Sure. The plant sale is going to be on Saturday, March 15th, from 8.30 to 11, and it's at Sturgis Park in Buffalo, it's rain or shine. Some years we've had to put up some tarps <laughs> in order to keep the wind and the rain out, but we're hoping for some, some nice weather. Um, we take, I guess one of the things people should know is um, we just do cash or checks. Um, we can't do credit cards, so either cash or check. Um, anything else there? Parking is yeah. is very available and also help with loading plants or and then, again, like I mentioned before, the information about plants, if you're looking for a plant for a certain spot, um, one of us could probably make some recommendations about plants that were, be, would be at the sale that might fit that place. Right. Okay. Our guests okay. on today's Spotlight, Glenn Mayer and Stephanie Luckin, both of the Run County Horticultural Society. The big plant sale again a week from Saturday, May 15th, 8.30 a.m. to 11 a.m. at Sturgis Park in Buffalo. Well, best of luck to both of you. Have a great sale. Have uh, a great growing season. And uh, anytime that you need any information passed along, you know where we are. Great. Thank, Thank you, you very much, Tim. I appreciate it. Great. Thanks for being with us today. Have a good day. Thank you. Good. You too.
There we go. Uh, information about the Wright County Horticultural Society's plant sale. One more time on the date and time. May 15th, a week from Saturday, 8.30 a.m. to 11 a.m. at Sturgis Park in Buffalo. We'll be uh, getting more information about that to you uh, as it comes a little closer here in the days ahead. That wraps up today's Spotlight here on KRWC.